0: By the book to get you in the spirit. This is by the book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is by the book. By the book. (laughs) Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to buy the book. My name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. This is episode four of season two of the Corona Cup. Uh, I had originally said, and I don't think I even said it to you, I said it to myself, that I really needed to stop dating these. And always the search for evergreen content. I'm bad at that. I tend to give you the snapshot of time. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to do the tag teams and it could be happening at any, it's the day of the Royal rumble 2021, the Royal rumble begins in about five hours, four and a half hours. And here I am recording more by the book. Happy to be with you. The notebook is open. We have pages seven and eight on the agenda for today. I believe I have the teams picked out. They have been randomized. I have not seen them uh, at all, so I don't think I'm going to need to go and randomize them even more. I don't plan on having a hot tag in this episode. We've had a couple hot tags. I'm sure there will be more hot tags to come, but I think we're ready. We're ready to go. It's weird to do this now and the reason why I say that is at least where the WWE is concerned, it seems as if there is absolutely zero priority on tag teams. And you may be saying to yourself, self has DC been living under a rock low. These last 10 to 15 to maybe closer to 20 years, uh, They haven't had a lot of focus on tag teams lately, if in the recent past, if more than the recent past. Maybe it's because I'm watching 2000 Wrestling on my Quest, and I'm seeing the Dudleys, and the Hardys, and Edge and Christian, and Too Cool, and TNA, and other teams. (laughs) Jindrak and O'Hare, if we jump over to WCW... Um, maybe it feels like the focus is more, Road Dogg and X-Pac, maybe it feels like the focus is more on tag teams then than it is now, um, but I think I know who the tag team champions are for both brands. Uh, I believe we're talking about the Hurt Business and Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, and yes, in the Royal Rumble time, those people need to be in the Rumble, So, they're not going to be in, there's not going to be any tag team matches on this pay per view. But I'm wondering, with the exception of Survivor Series, which the whole point is the tag teams wrestle each other, you know, in the last year or so, how many tag team title matches have been on the pay per views? And how does that compare to the number of tag team title matches on pay per views in other recent years? That's well, a great stats questions for that Wrestling With Numbers account I should ask him. Um, he can probably find that information faster than I could if I just went through all the pay-per-views and did the calculations. But either way, it feels like this is a weird time to do a tag team tournament when tag teams are nowhere near the focus of uh, wrestling as far as I can tell. To be fair, I don't watch. Maybe they are and I'm missing it, but it doesn't seem that way. Either way, we're here, we have a tournament to do, the notebook is open, the teams are ready, I am ready, the water is here in case I get parched, let's begin. Um, As you know, we have our uh, number one seed, our number two seed, and our number 16 seed. So We have our first matchup. This is the Minnesota Wrecking Crew of Arne and Ole Anderson. Perhaps Gene Anderson was in there as well. Uh, And they are taking on the Bravado Brothers, Harlem and Lancelot. Uh, This shows you how deep I needed to go to get to a perfect bracket number. I don't think I've ever watched the Bravado Brothers wrestle. I've seen Harlem Bravado wrestle twice, I want to say. So clearly this is going to go to the Minnesota Crew. Um, and I don't think there's really all that much that needs to be said about it. So now that that match is done, now we can get to the random tag teams. The cells are shaded. I have not looked. I have no idea who's coming up. Let's see what we've got. Our first team, Sabu and the Taz Maniac. This is not Taz. This is not Taz with two Z's. This is not Taz with one Z. This is the Tasmaniac still dressed a bit like the savage, face-painted, no-shoes Tasmaniac. They didn't like each other from the jump. And if you've watched the ECW documentaries, you know that that was pretty legitimate. Uh, Peter, whatever his last name is, and Terry Brunk, I think is Sabu's real name, honestly did not like each other. Which was actually what made them such a good team and such good opponents, is you could feel the legit animosity between them. Um, Not an incredible team by any stretch of the imagination, but fun for those early days of uh, Eastern Championship Wrestling and perhaps into the Extreme Championship Wrestling. Uh, Sabu and the Tasmaniac are taking on Lethal Consequences. Oh, I love that name because... The name of the team is also the name of both guys in the team, which I always tend to enjoy. Uh, Jay Lethal and Consequences Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods. Um, I like that team a lot. They complemented each other well. Uh, Xavier Woods was young, and Jay Lethal was a little bit more of the veteran. Uh, I'm actually going to give them the win. Over Sabu and the Tasmaniac, because if we were going uh, along the lines of a story here, Sabu and Taz, would there would be some sort of conflict, and it would cause them to not work well and lose. But Lethal Consequences, they were a good team. So, they advance, they'll take on the Minnesota Wrecking Crew in the next round. Next up, the Jurassic Powers. I drafted this team in an all-time draft. This is, this is not the Jurassic Express. This is not Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, though I will dance. I will get up and dance if that's who they're wrestling. Because I, I promise you these are random. Some people don't believe me, but I swear it is. If they're taking on the Jurassic Express, I will dance the dance of joy. Uh, this is Scott Flash Norton and Hercules uh, in New Japan as the Jurassic Powers, two big gaijins um, who I believe won the IWGP titles. I should try to find some of them. I do still have New Japan World. Haven't watched in ages. Didn't watch um, Wrestle Kingdom. Had no interest. But uh, <clears throat> I should look up some of their matches because that just seems – that's a Haas tag team. How could I not love it? They are taking on – please be Jurassic Express. Please be Jurassic Express. It's the – oh. All right, it's Charlie Haas and Hardcore Holly, who I enjoy very much, don't get me wrong. Um, I have no recollection of them as a team. I will get to that uh, as I go through. Like I said, I'm in July of 2000 right now, heading up to Fully Loaded 2000, which is looking to be an incredibly good pay-per-view. This main event scene that the WWE has, or, or WWF had in mid-2000 was unbelievable, um, I love Charlie Haas, I like Hardcore Holly, but they're not Haases. As much as Hardcore Holly wants to be a super heavyweight, he's not. So Haas and Holly do not advance. The Jurassic Powers do. Next up, <clears throat> Legato de Fantasma, an actual team... Uh, current team the first current team of the bracket this page provided that the bravado brothers aren't still a thing they might be i don't know um <clears throat> joaquin Wild, who is way better than i've seen djz now in mlw N- nothing i care about that entrance gear it's ridiculous uh and raul mendoza who i have always enjoyed I hope they win the titles. Uh, I think Lorcan and Birch are the champions, so that one wouldn't work unless it was a multi-team match, but Legado del Fantasma, that's a good... I like that stable. Um, And they are taking on the 2010s version of the New Age Outlaws. This is not your 90s New Age Outlaws that were throwing Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack off of dumpsters and all that. This is the... Essentially, the Authority-era version. <clears throat> Both guys, pretty old. Billy Gunn, he's going to be able to wrestle till he's 200 years old. Billy Gunn is not a mortal man. Um, Road Dogg, I give him credit, but no. No. Uh, I'm going with Legato on this. Uh, yeah, that, that New Age Outlaws team was only around to put younger teams over. This is a younger team, therefore they're going to do their job. And Legato is going to win, but they're taking on the Jurassic Powers. That's a rough clash of styles right there. Next up, the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Zood, as people, including myself, like to call them uh, Ziggler and Root, who, you know, I enjoy as a team. They, I feel like they need, despite the fact that both of them, have singles careers. I feel like they need to be associated with somebody. Not henchmen, but like just partners and allies. And I'm trying to think, not, you know, Roman Reigns makes sense, but I don't think that works from a character point of view. But who's another mid level? Sami Zayn? That doesn't really fit either. I gotta actually look. Luckily, I have bookmarked the list. The Wikipedia page for WWE personnel. Ah, uh, let's see. Who would make well, some? obviously, Bo Dallas. Um, you know, Shinsuke. If he was a heel, I like that he's a babyface. Cesaro um, would work. King Corbin already has the Knights of the Lone Wolf, so there might not be. I guess Rollins. If Rollins, you know, I expect we'll see him in the Rumble tonight. Um. If Seth Rollins was a heel, you know you have Murphy. If I guess they're not allied anymore, allied anymore, but you would have Murphy as the young guy. Like Ziggler and Rude would have worked with that. They wouldn't have drank the Kool Aid, but they would have worked. Maybe there's not a great answer on um, the SmackDown roster, but either way, I'm a fan of Zood. They are taking on. Oh, I lost my place. Where am I? Gunner and James Storm. I don't know who Gunner is. Is Gunner... Gunner's not Dexter Loomis. That's Sam Shaw. Gunner's not Jackson Riker. That's Ram. Who is Gunner? Gunner, TNA. It is Jackson Riker. I was wrong. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I did not see him... In TNA, was not watching Impact during this time. Um, I like James Storm, but James Storm has plenty better teams. So, Ziggler and Rude get the easy win here. Uh, the nice part about this that I haven't mentioned until right now is you get beer money fighting each other. Robert Rude and James Storm are beer money in TNA. So, that would be fun. So, this is a fun matchup. Um, but, yeah, Ziggler and Rude get the easy win there. Have I been? Oh, yeah, I have been. All right, so that was Gunner and storm got to remember to write the consolation brackets on the back all right <clears throat> uh, if you listen to the episode of DDT wrestling that came before I recorded so that would be 2 weeks ago DDT i suppose based on when this is probably coming out um <coughs> doc manson in his infinite spiteful wisdom, um, had some things to say about this podcast by the book. And he mentioned that, you know, it seemed like all I'm doing is just reading off names, um, which in in essence is what this show is. But I can tell just by the way I've recorded these last 15 minutes and change that that had an impact on me because I am talking a little bit more about the wrestlers and I'm not as afraid to go onto the computer and do a little bit more research because I don't want this to just be a list of names. Um, I do want there to be some sort of substance to this podcast. And while I'm not fantasy booking every piece of it, um, you know, I hope you're getting something out of it is what I'm saying. Of course, Doc, all he has to do is say something and I'm immediately filled with doubt because I hate him. He's just so mean. Either way, let's continue. Uh, La. The Ascension. The Ascension got a bad rap. You know, in, If you didn't watch The Ascension in NXT, do yourself a favor. Go back onto the WWE Network before it switches over to Peacock um, and watch some. They were amazing. Uh, NXT handled them perfectly. NXT very much knows how to handle tag teams. Doesn't seem to be the priority on the main roster. So when they got to the main roster, it was just it was over before it began. They should have stayed. Um, I liked the potential of the Cosmic Wasteland, uh, the Ascension with Stardust. I thought that could have gone some fun places. But either way, uh, I liked the Ascension, not just because Victor of the Ascension looks almost identical to Christopher Daniels. Uh, the Ascension is taking on Bill Dundee. And Jerry Lawler. I don't know this team. I know both of these people, but I don't know this team. Um, <clears throat> you know, Jeremy, who is the silent co host of this podcast, um, is going to be hot tagging in on some names. He could have hot tagged in on probably 50. And this would have been a team that I would have hoped somebody would have hot tagged in because I'm aware that they were a tag team. I'm sure they were very successful, but I don't know what they did. Were they faces? Were they heels? Were they both? Did they have any major storylines? Did they have any all-time matches that I've just never seen? I don't know. So it's very difficult for me to make a decision to the point where, apologies, the Ascension has to win. For me... The Ascension is better than Dundee and Lawler because I don't know who they are. And I'm trying not to do the Jeremy rule. Jeremy has the opportunity to argue for these teams with the hot tags. Maybe he'll do more of them now that I've called him out. But that goes for anybody. Any of you who are listening, if if there's a team that you know is coming up that you want to make the case for, please let me know. Um, Dundee and Lawler will take on Gunner and Storm. That seems like it would be an entertaining match. All right. Uh, TMDK, the mighty don't kneel. Uh, No idea who they were. Well, I know who they are, but did not see anything of theirs before becoming TM61 in NXT. Liked them. Clearly, Shane Thorne was the star of that team. Nick Miller, I believe, has now chosen to go back home. Which makes total sense. They're both from Australia. Uh, Shane Thorne's now part of Retribution. Okay. He's on the main roster at least. Hopefully something happens with him because he is immensely talented. Uh, they are taking on. Oh. I have yet. This team has not yet come to fruition in uh, W. No, not W. ECW. But it's going to uh, the unholy alliance of Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I wasn't wild about Mikey Whipwreck and the Sinister Minister. They have grown on me. There is a fantastic little bit of Wrestle Silly in which Mikey Whipwreck has gotten uh, the Sinister Minister a gift he wants him to open a door the sinister minister knows there's going to be a woman behind there and he's lecturing Mikey on how you know both both you know resisting the temptations of the sins of the flesh playing off of the minister gimmick and also being like whoever you have behind that door isn't going to do anything for me and he finally gets him to open the door and it's gorgeous George from WCW and James Mitchell James Vandenberg whatever his name is just perfect Perfect reactions. Such a good segment. Um, yeah, the Unholy Alliance is going to win this. Partially because uh, I am not familiar with the Mighty Dote Neal's work before um, NXT. And partially because I'm just really excited to see the Unholy Alliance. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the final team here that I don't know will be taking on SCU, the Addiction Daniels and Kazarian. Phenomenal team. Uh, They are taking on the Armstrongs. Brad and Brian Armstrong. Brian Armstrong, in case you didn't know, oh, you didn't know, is the Road Dog. Road Dog shows up twice on this bracket, which is just fine. I said we couldn't have two versions of the same team on a page I didn't say anything about having two versions of the same person on a page. So we've got Road Dog and Brian Armstrong. As much as uh, the Armstrongs are great, and they are, Daniels and Kaz are just plain better. So they will win to take on the Unholy Alliance, which would be amazing because you have the Fallen Angel and the Sinister Minister going at each other. Um, that would be a great match. Uh, So yeah, second round matches. Minnesota Wrecking Crew versus Lethal Consequences. The Jurassic Powers versus Legado Del Fantasma. Uh, Ziggler and Rude versus The Ascension. And The Unholy Alliance versus Daniels and Kaz. Great page of brackets. Real big fan of page seven. Page eight. The Wild Samoans taking on the team of Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara. I'm so happy this match exists. I would watch it Over and over again, to watch the Wild Samoans just destroy Cheeseburger and Ferrara would make me so happy. I would be so positive about that. You know how I feel about Cheeseburger. Will Ferrara? Fine. But the Wild Samoans, hopefully with Ernie Ladd in their corner, would just destroy them. Back to the random random teams. Who do we got first? We have... Little Guido and Tony Mamaluke, a team I have seen relatively recently within the last few weeks of ECW television. Tony Mamaluke coming over from WCW, <clears throat> joining the full-blooded Italians. Um, little Guido, I just watched him wrestle Rob Van Dam. What an underrated talent. He's so good. Uh, Van Dam essentially went for a lion salt. Guido got up and countered it into a Fujiwara armbar. Uh, just a very, very talented wrestler. Uh, they are taking on the team of the acolytes, not the APA, but the acolytes. Um, you know I struggle with this because as of now, I, this is this is where I could be making a mistake in this tournament. As of right now, uh, it's July two thousand in the tournament. Not in the tournament, in my quests on WWE Network. Um, the APA is a thing and has been a thing and has been, I thought, a very successful thing. But every time Bradshaw and Farouk come out, they are wearing acolyte gear. And it makes me insane. Who are you acolytes to? Why are you still called the acolytes? You're not in service to the Ministry of Darkness. Paul Bear's not around. You're not following around Kane. You're not following around The Undertaker in the biker gimmick. What are you doing? Why can't they get them new tights? They took the paint off their chest. Why are they still wearing tights with pentagrams? Let them wrestle in jeans and their APA shirts. Get them tights that say APA. I have a memory of them wrestling in APA gear. So I am distinguishing between the Acolytes and the APA. I guess this is just... These are the Acolytes um, as part of the Ministry of Darkness. The APA doesn't exist yet. This is older... In terms of previous years, acolytes. Uh, Taking on Guido and Mama Luke. The acolytes were fine, but they were low-level henchmen, essentially. Um, They weren't even, you know, top-tier lieutenants in the Ministry of Darkness, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure Viscera was higher than them. So... Do I give the win to Guido and Mama Luke? I'd rather watch the Wild Samoans wrestle the Acolytes, but I shouldn't be basing it on second-round matchups. If this was the APA, it would be a no-doubter. There'd be no question who would win. But this is... hmm. I don't want to call it a draw, because we ran into trouble with that in the singles thing. All of a sudden, we have triple threat matches, and it just messes with the brackets. I'm going to go with Guido and Mama Luke. Even though I haven't seen a lot of them as a tag team, I, I feel better about them. And part of that is probably my frustration with the fact that they're still dressed as Acolytes even though they're, they're APA, which is a dumb thing for me to be focused on, but it is what it is. All right. Wild Samoans versus Guido and Mamaluke would be fun. Next up, The Bad Breed, Ian and Axel Rotten. Again, this is ECW, early days of ECW. Um, I don't think they're actually brothers. Pretty sure they're not. Um, But they were a fun team. Then they feuded with each other, which may have been even better. But they were good, you know, good matches with Public Enemy and things of that nature. And they are taking on The Dirty White Boys. Hmm. I know who the Dirty White Boy is. That's Tony Anthony. Who are the Dirty White Boys? I'm assuming this is Smoky Mountain. Let me do a quick Google. Tracy Smothers? No. No, that can't be it. Len Denton, Tracy Smothers. Tracy Smothers won the Tag Team Championships. Let me see here if I can quickly find it. <laughs> nope. He teamed with Tracy Smothers as the Thugs, taking on the dynamic duo of Al Snow and Unabomb. <clears throat> Unabomb would be Kane. Where's that match on the network? Let's get some of that Smoky Mountain. Dirty Whiteboard. boy. Uh, this is tricky because I don't, I'm sure somewhere I have written down who it was. It might, Tracy Smother sounds right, but I don't want to have to pause and take a lot of time to figure this out. I'll do a quick, one more quick thing here. This is all Doc's fault. All of this is Doc's fault. Len Denton? Ah, it was Len Denton. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know who Len Denton is. So <laughs> all of this was for nothing, um, but at least I know who the tag team was. Uh, I'm going with the bad breed. They were pretty good. So the Dirty White Boys are in the constellations. I, I was saying, this is all Doc's fault. I would have paused, I would have looked it up, or I would have skipped over it completely. But Doc has me nervous, thinking that this show isn't very exciting. So now you got me Googling for a few minutes. You're welcome, everyone. Blame Doc. Hashtag blame Doc. Next up. Oh, I love this team. Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. What a fantastic team. Um, love both. Love the Taskmaster character. Cactus Jack is great taking on. Oh, 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 friends. Oh, friends. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Oh, wait. Nope. Some of you don't have your eyes closed. Close your eyes. I'm going to read you four names. You already know two of them, but this is the matchup that we're about to get. Might be the match of the entire tournament so far. Whew. Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. That's one team. You know that. AJ Styles and Kurt Angle. Let's just imagine. Take TNA, Styles, and Angle. Take ECW, WCW, Cactus Jack, and Kevin Sullivan. So you're pulling them out of their those eras. Prime TNA, Angle, and Styles... Prime, ECW, WCW, Cactus Jack, and Kevin Sullivan. Now they're wrestling each other. What an incredible match that would be. Not going to lie. A little bit of chills. little bit of chills. Um, When it comes to the the match in terms of my decision, however, uh, while I'm sure it is great, I have no idea about the AJ and Angle team. This is TNA that I was not familiar with. Maybe I will get to it eventually. Um, so I got to go with Cactus and Kevin Sullivan. There's a fair to decent chance that that team was going to win it anyways. I think this is AJ's second time losing in the first round. I think he teamed with Tom Co on an early page. Right? 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 Yeah, there he is. Um, so he's taking on the Dirty White Boys. Who I really don't know. So they'll at least make it through. And they got a pretty good chance to get pretty far in the constellations. But that would be a real fun match to watch. Hmm. All right. Let's see if we can capitalize on that excitement. The Body Donnas. You know, to me, this is capitalizing on that. You know, to me, the Body Donnas could be a third or fourth ranked team. Love Skip. Love Zip. And as we all know, I was partial to Sonny back in the day, too. Body Donners are taking on Kane and Rob Van Dam. I It's similar to AJ and Angle. I know who both of those people are. I have no recollection of why they were a team or when they were a team. I assume it was... Stop hitting the microphone stand. I assume it was in WWE 2002 to 2004. Don't know why they were a team. But so i got to go because of i'm going with the team i know i'm going with the body donna skip and zip they were great sorry kane sorry rvd again both of you have better teams but this was the this was when going back to what we were talking about in the beginning of this episode this was what what they did with tag teams this was how little they thought of established tag teams they were like all right we have two single stars we don't have anything for them as a as single stars right now, let's put them in as a tag team. Batista and Rey Mysterio. Edge and Rey Mysterio. Seems like a lot of that. Um, probably what, how Test and Albert came to be. Moving on. Kane and RVD. Next up. <laughs> okay. We'll do Booker T and RVD now. Now, at least that team I remember a bit more. Booker T and RVD. RVD and back-to-back matches. I... Am I going to have them face each other in the first round? I don't think I'm going to have to worry about it, but we came very close to having RVD versus RVD. I'll have to jump off that bridge when I get to it. Booker T and RVD I more remember as a team. Kane and RVD, no recollection. But Booker T and RVD taking on, oh, Andrade and Angel Garza. Now, this is one of those things. While I would love to watch Andrade, Angel, and Zelina taking on the body Donna's with Sonny, that would be just beautiful to watch. That would be such a good match. Angel rips the pants off, skip and zip, do calis- like calisthenics. That would be amazing. If I had a WWE 2K game, I would try to make that happen. Um but they didn't win a tag title. They were a fleeting team. Um, I don't even know what's going on with Andrade. Is he hurt? Is he just not working because of COVID? And who knows? I got to go with Booker T and RVD. Again, this is, you know, the heart won out with the Body Donnas and Kane and RVD. I can make an argument that the Body Donnas were a better team and a more influential team, based mostly because of Sonny, but still. Harder to make that case with Andrade and Angel. So, as much as I'd love that potential matchup, maybe we'll see it down the road in a consolation somewhere. Um, but yeah, Andrade and Angel will take on Kane and RVD in the Constellations. Should make sure to put RVDs name. All right, only a couple more wrapping this up. It's big names in this page. Big names in this episode. The Natural Born Thrillers. Oh, my goodness. I watched this team today. Mark Jindrak, Sean O'Hare. Don't think they're called the Natural Born Thrillers yet. They're just two young guys from the WCW power plant, and they are potential, the personification of potential. Uh, they're amazing. Jindrak really could have pulled... There is an alternate universe where Jindrak is part of Evolution. That was the that was the plan. They went with Batista instead. Um, and Jindrak has, essentially, Batista's career. Like, Jindrak is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Jindrak is doing all of that. And Sean O'Hare... I really thought Sean O'Hare was a future world champion. I was convinced, back in 2000, 2001, that Sean O'Hare was going to be the biggest deal in wrestling. He had the look, he could fly, he was powerful. Oh, I was convinced. Didn't happen, sadly. But love that team so much. They are taking on the Miz and Shane McMahon. Again, very high profile match here. Um I gotta go with Jin Drack and O'Hare. I can't not I love that team. But Miz and Shane, good team, led to a good story. But I must have the microphone just at a weird level. And I'm writing, so the pencil hits it. That's it. By pencil, I mean purple pen. Always in purple pen. Um, Yeah, great match. Again, another great matchup. Super, super teams here. Last one. This This team is taking on War Machine. We had the Viking Raiders on a previous... Page. On page six, they beat Matt Seidel and King Ricochet. They're taking on the Blue Bloods. This is War Machine. Far better than the Viking Raiders. They are taking on the Miz again. Back-to-back Mizs. And this is the Miz and Mizdow. I mean, come on. This is not fair. I was just talking the other day. Uh, somebody on Twitter had mentioned how, <clears throat> you know, people really thought that Damian Sandow was going to be a big deal. You can count me among them. Um, I wasn't watching too much for Money in the Bank, but I came back into wrestling right around the time that Ms. Dow was a thing. And it was incredible. He was doing all time wrestle silly work. And yes, sometimes you can carry that into. A successful singles career. I don't think he was ever going to be world champion, but he could have been a four-time IC champion. He could easily, he could have had a career similar. I'm going to use the word similar, and I'm going to stress that. Similar to a guy like Owen or a guy like Regal. Russell silly, had some skills to back it up. He could have had a similar career. Multiple time, mid-card champion, couple brushes with the main event, multiple tag champions. (sighs) But War Machine's amazing. Before they were wrestling in weird matches with the Street Profits and bowling balls were involved, they were tearing it up. So I I think I gotta go with War Machine, because again, Miz and Mizdow are going to have some sort of goofy shenanigans, which sets up, for the first time, in the constellations, The Miz is wrestling The Miz. You know, The Miz got hosed in the singles tournament, and he is not having much better luck in this one. Because now not only, I think this is the first time he has shown up in this tournament, but he has to take on Jin and O'Hare and then War Machine, which is bad brackets. You know, bad luck in the brackets, and now he's wrestling himself. So I think when I get to that match, it's not going to be Miz versus Miz. It's Miz is going to come out, and there's Shane and there's Mizdow, and he has to pick which side he's on. I think that's how you have to do that, is essentially you've got a little tag team triangle sort of thing going on there. Are you going to tag with Shane? Are you going to tag with Dow? there's pros and cons to both. But that, my friends, is another show. And this show is coming to a close. I hope you enjoyed this. I very much enjoy these. And we're now only a quarter of the way done with round one. There are 32 bracket pages. This is the end of page 8, so we're a quarter of the way. We have 12 more episodes just to get through uh, page 1, or uh, round 1, and then we'll get into the constellations, and we'll keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, rolling, 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 rolling. Hey, Nerd DC, welcome back. Thank you for joining us as this chapter comes to a close. My name is DC Matthews at The DC Matthews. Please let me know your thoughts, your feelings. Did I screw anyone over that I shouldn't have? Are you a fan of some of the decisions that I've made? Who will Ms. choose? Ms. Dow or Shane? (sighs) What a day. I hope you enjoy the rumble as well. I know you will not listen to this until after the rumble, but I am putting it out into the universe that I hope you enjoy the Rumble too. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I will see you the next time we go by the book. Hey, 40 minutes right on the dot.